0: Everyone
1: relax, this is Fop. <laughs> Ironically, I'm not relaxed. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Fop. I'm Will Anderson and uh, returning guest Charlie Clawson, the most frequent guest Charlie Clawson, uh, guest Charlie Clawson number one as he is known, although it's been a very long while since we've sat down to do one of these. July. so. Is that right? I I think July. So. I just looked up the last time I texted you on that number, and it was July. Okay, that's how long ago it was. Yeah. All right. So it's been a while. What's been going on, Dope Anthony? Nothing. <laughs> 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 Nothing at all. I hear you blowing oh up God. on the internet. You, we, we wanted to talk about that. I let's, did. let's start with that. Let's because we won't get to it otherwise. What's going on with you and the internet? Okay, I always so, like a you and the internet story. So we had a shooting. Did you know we have the guns are legal here in America? I mean, today, have you had one today, you mean?
2: Probably. Oh, I'm sure we have. I mean, I, mean I haven't looked at the news, but I'm yeah. sure there's been a shooting today. At least one today, <laughs> I imagine. Yeah. But a planned, a planned Parenthood. Yes. So in their minds, an abortion clinic. An abortion clinic. In our, in our minds, in, yep. a, in a normal person's minds, a an place abortion where clinic. all things women's health are taken care of, including pap smears and all sorts of things that yep. women need done come in get a peps are done at sell your baby's liver They they save lives from cancer and things right. like they detect what they and are a care clinic yeah but take in their home, minds it's take just home a, a, foot. a baby a baby place yeah a ba- place where the baby's gonna die need a heart
1: here's yeah, a, <laughs> a little baby heart for sale.
2: And, and so two months ago those fake videos came out were you here for the fake videos no. okay so uh one of the People running for Republican uh, president, uh, Carly Fiorina, who used to run HP, who ran HP into the ground, who yep. took a company, a viable, exciting, old-school company, and turned it into garbage. She's not running for president right. on, that, on that. Of America. Right. I can, do, I can do that to the whole country. I know. I could ruin so many companies yeah. so fast, and then I could be president. Right. So she really wants to be president. And it's not going to happen, but it's cute.
1: Uh, People who've heard my uh, podcast with Gareth Reynolds will know that I once interviewed Carly Fiorino. Oh, you did? Uh, Yeah, at this conference for an hour. I did an hour one-on-one with Carly. Was she nice? I mean, she was prim and proper. She was pretty, like, you know. Yeah, that's how she seems. She she wasn't up for my comedy hijinks. Right. No. (laughs) Doesn't seem like she'd like comedy. (laughs) No. No. Maybe the honeymooners. She might enjoy that. Right. So, yeah. uh, So anyway, she, so tell me about her and the fake videos.
2: So she does, she's speaking uh, in the debate and she says, you know, I've seen these videos of babies being uh, killed, viable children being aborted and then killed on the table right? and that kind of stuff. Uh They're Planned Parenthood videos. And, And then afterwards, of course, everyone's like, hey, where are those videos? We haven't heard of these. Right. And she's like, well, I've seen it. Yeah. And they're like, okay, so where are they? I've seen them. It's like the answer. Yeah. It's like she's
1: well, she's on the dark web all the time.
2: Yeah, so she's yeah. down there in Tor. She's like when she's I was getting into. She the- was
1: like when I was buying MDMA <laughs> on Silk Road. I
2: saw those videos. I got my MDMA. Yeah, I put out a contract on a guy's life, and right. then I saw these videos. Videos. So of course they. It People track it down and they go, right, this isn't real. It's not Planned Parenthood. It's clearly some some woman who's a doctor went through and said, this is why this wouldn't, ne- none of this stuff can happen in America because it's insanely against regulations. They're using different instruments. It just broke down why it's not even American. It's probably some, some place that doesn't have regulations in another part of the world. So, and then also the baby clearly wasn't um, aborted. It was a miscarriage. Right. And you could tell that because of whatever you can see that has come out also and other things. So it's false. But the far right takes it as we've got to shut down Planned Parenthood. The Republican congressmen start trying to shut down Planned Parenthood. They start having, uh, they start having protests outside of all the Planned Parenthoods, which are always under protest anyway, but they peak. And outside they're yelling, no more baby parts. That's their chance. No more baby yep. parts. No more baby parts. So last, this weekend, a guy goes in and shoots up a planned parenthood clinic and sure. kills a cop and two, two you know, yeah. one guy in the parking lot and someone else. just Because he's, he, he's
1: pro-life. Well, it's what Jesus would right. want. Just gave three people very late-term abortions. Right. Well, look, like, <laughs> like he killed a pastor, uh-huh.
2: which Jesus would have wanted. Right, exactly. Jesus was- Got him straight to heaven. If there's a cop- fast track, <clears> he <throat> gave him a fast track. It's the place he wanted to go. Exactly. Be. He right? wants to be there. So fast pasta. Jesus got him there. Right. And he killed an Iraq war vet, which is okay. Congrats well, that, you, on surviving the war. But guess what? Being right. in front of seven 11 and the plant paranoid is going to be worse.
1: I mean, you wouldn't want to go to Iraq and be killed by one of their religious fanatics. Thank you. When you can be killed by an American religious fanatic. That, okay. Back home, hey, he's right? not a
2: fanatic. He's misunderstood.
1: Oh, sorry. So I go and
2: I immediately type in to Twitter Because I'm making a couple of points here. Uh My tweet was, another Christian terrorist is shooting up an abortion clinic. Moderate Christians, do something about your religious extremists.
1: Right. Why why won't moderate
2: Christians speak out against this? But at this point, let me also say this. Nobody knows who the guy is, right? We don't know that he's a Christian. But we can guess... Because usually Buddhists or atheists Don't shoot up Planned Parenthood They might shoot up something else
1: Right, in the same way as people speculated Pretty much straight after Paris How that shit had gone down That was kind of the point I was making Was that Whenever there's
2: a shooting, everyone always goes, oh, Muslim terrorists, unless it's a Planned Parenthood thing. So I was making that point of like leaping to conclusions. And also the point of, why don't you reel in your Muslims, which is the most insane bullshit argument that anyone's ever fucking created around these people. Like, well, it's like, who the fuck, what, like some guy living in his house in Michigan who's a Muslim is supposed to fucking reel in the
1: crazies? He can't do it any more than I can. Right. Right. I mean, it's like like blaming us all for Cosby. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, why didn't you comedians? Reel in your Cosby. Right. Uh, I mean, nobody called on me to speak out you they know, didn't. when the Cosby thing came out. Yeah. The, people just assumed that I was anti-drugging and raping people. But I'd like to be on the record, as a mainstream comedian. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm super against the drugging and yeah. raping of people.
1: Like, I also condemn.
2: Oh, so. And I just thought it'd be one of those tweets that would get like 20... Retweets yeah, and shot. a couple of people go. Ah, that's a that's a funny. Look what you did. You took it's not yep. even funny. It's just no, a it's just, just a, 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 twist, a twist. Of making a
1: point. Yep. A juxtaposition. A comic juxtaposition. <sighs> Do you want to know how many retweets have gotten? Yeah, Actually, I'd, I'd love to know. How many how many do you reckon an average is if you just write like a comedy tweet? Not not a Um, not an angry or a sportsy tweet, but you know, you write something as like a joker point like that ordinarily. What would you say? Between fifty and hundred. Sure, that seems like an amount. Yeah. That seems like the amount of people who like something that's like, you know, okay. What about this one there? It has gotten nine thousand seven
2: hundred and fifty-one retweets. And 9,822 favorites. Hang on. Give me those stats again. <laughs> 9,751 retweets okay, yep. and 9,822 favorites. Right. Well, that, there's more favorites than there
1: are retweets. <laughs> there are, because so some, some people, people didn't want to. Some people are like, hey, I support uh, what you're saying, and I want you to know that. <laughs> but, but I don't, hey, don't want to get I, in there. I also don't want to meet the people you're about to explain. Oh. <sighs>
2: Because I didn't not, like. I've never had. I've had tweets go big, but I've never one go this big. Right? Certainly not. I mean, this is big. That's about about. It's a tweet that can be completely misconstrued. Number uh, one yes. of. I'm not making like I'm trying to make an ironic point here sure. with this tweet, which is don't do this to Muslims. But the other point I'm making is extremists are everywhere. Absolutely right. That it's extremism that is the issue yes, rather than the particular thing that completely extre- about. Extremism. And I could sit here, if someone wanted to argue with me and have a debate about whether or not Muslims are more extremists, I could sit here and probably have a debate with you for a couple of hours as to why that's bullshit, that extremists are extremists.
1: Right? Right. right. I mean, percentage-wise, if you look at the, the uh, what is there, 1.6 billion Muslims in yeah. the world and you know, there's 30,000 people in Daesh or whatever. Yeah. Like, I mean, percentage-wise... I mean, you know... It's nothing. That's That kills 99.9% of germs.
2: If you want to go through the tweets of people who support this and find them, it's about the same number. Right. Because there's a lot of people tweeting how good this guy is. Okay. Shooting so, up a Planned Parenthood. All right.
1: T- tweeting to you or tweeting in general? Just tweeting
2: in general. Okay. But I got... So first of all, now America's just crazy. Like we're... Like it's... We've gone so far batshit crazy. When I was watching the debates, I was struck by... So I'm watching all the Republican debates and the first ones are like on, I think one's on NBC and one's on CNN, but then, okay, so but d- then one is on through, Fox. I'm trying us, to bring it all
1: together. But talk us through how the debates actually work. Because from an outsider, okay. we have like a sense of this, but because I spent a lot of the time th- this happened in Australia, yeah. we only get that Australian perspective on what's going yeah. on in America, where everyone's like, "Jesus, so America- what the
2: fuck is happening? Right. Yeah. You get the, well, because that's all you really should get, get the crib notes because it's crazy when you get into it. So- <clears throat> they have
1: no viable candidate. Usually now, there's... Now, why, yeah, why mm-hmm. is that, though? Why well, do they have... Because at the moment, it seems to me, like, I, I get the fact that all the crazier people are winning. Yeah. But why is there no one that eventually everyone's kind of like, ah, oh, but we'll settle on this guy? Well, that goes back to the Tea
2: Party. So they... they When they won all... In 2010, they won all the state houses. So they won most of the... The Republicans won most of the state elections. hmm that means they can carve up all of the voting districts. It's called gerrymandering mm-hmm. uh, after a guy named gerrymander who first thought of this in like the 1800s. And oh, really? The idea, and the idea is to carve it up so you can get the votes you want. So they basically went in and they and they cr- made these crazy Rorschach
0: frickin- I, I like to think shaped. I'd
1: like to think there was a vote for what they call it. And he even rigged that. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what, Jerry? You have now this. You have mandated this hundred percent. This is yours gerrymandering. So, I mean, there are. I mean,
2: some of the districts look insane. You know, okay, but you know, they look g- like chili in when Australia. It should be a square. In
1: Australia, they used to have like gerrymandering, okay. like in particular states. In yeah, you know, particular had like yeah. you know, and essentially, it's outlawed. It's outlawed. Yes, as it should be because the people in charge shouldn't be able to come up with the no. It's
2: batch. This is this. We're now dealing with the results of okay. It. Yeah. So, um, so they go and do that in two thousand ten. Then they then that's why our Congress is so full of Republicans right now. It's not because they're more popular, it's because of the gerrymandering. And they've got and they created these insane white districts where a guy will get voted in like ninety-eight percent of two. Like it's just batshit crazy. But what they didn't know when they were doing that is they were creating a monster because you need you do need that to be deluded a little bit, or else it's fucking Hitler people, right? Right? It's right. people who have one mindset, and and they just talk to themselves, and they don't hear anything else. And so that's the Tea Party. That's where the Tea Party came from. That's where the the congressional candidates came from. And and the Republicans sort of encouraged the Tea Party to to be a thing, and they pushed it, and they they made this sort of white, older crowd very riled up. And then they brought them in, and then they got a bunch of them elected to Congress. And what they assumed would happen is that they would walk in and flip open the doors and go, look at all the pots of gold. We can make money if we all play ball. And they opened up the doors, and they said, look at all the money. And the right-wing Tea Party guys went, get that out of my fucking face! I don't want that! And they were like, what did we just do? So they created they created their own Frankenstein. So now they have this insane bat shit no no compromise wing of the party. And it's eating the Republican Party. And the old school Republicans don't know what to do about it. They're just getting slaughtered. So now we're seeing, now we're several years down the road, right? It's coming up in 2016. More and more moderate Republicans who are viable candidates have been going away. They're just getting beaten out by these crazy guys in the primaries and they have now no one who is just a normal guy who can win. And on top of that, our, our Supreme Court said, hey, everybody, all money can be spent. Spend whatever you want. And so now that meant, that meant the parties couldn't control the purse strings. So now you have guys like Trump. Trump as a result of the parties no longer having control over who they want to sort of push to be president. Otherwise you'd have one of the smaller guys winning. So anyway, that's what we have. So we have 16 candidates on the Republican side, all of whom are just completely batshit. insane. like 16 and all terrible, all terrible. Like you can't even like you can't, if any of these guys were running 20 years ago, they would just not even have a, just like a slight chance. Like they're just batshit insane. And they live in another world where the news, because when I said, I watched that first debate on Fox, I was like, Oh, they don't live in our world. Like they did a, uh, Benghazi commercial for Michael Bay made a Benghazi movie. I think it's Michael Bay or it's, uh, what's the other guy? Uh, the guy who did the Transformers. That's Michael Bay. Well, who's the other one? Who's the guy who created Michael Bay? <laughs>
1: <laughs> who's the father of Bay? I don't know who the original Jerry Bruckenheimer. Oh, uh, Jerry Bruckenheimer. <laughs> That's the father of Bay. Did you not know that? <laughs>
2: Yeah, one day at Fox, they oh. went into the studio, right. and, and uh, Michael Bruckenheimer was laying on the floor panting. Hey, Jerry, 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 Jerry Sorry, Bruckenheimer. Jeremy Bruckenheimer. Sorry, Jeremy Jerry, Jerry Jerry, Bruckenheimer. Jerry, Jerry Bruckenheimer. Jay Bruckenheimer was laying on the floor panting, and they said, what do we do? And he just yeah. gave me some hot water and towels, and slowly for the rest of the day, he birthed. A bay. I came right out of his uh, right. a, a man vagina. Right. And there was a little baby,
1: and it was right. Michael Bay. A baby. A, b- <laughs> a tiny Michael Bay. I mean, that is not Planned Parenthood. It, it is, is not Planned Parenthood <laughs> at all. It is unplanned Parenthood. Where's your shooter it's that day? Very. Uh... The, I tell you what, the birth video looked amazing. though. five choppers, oh, five choppers. It? So they many. I mean, the I car crashes. I didn't. The whole deal. Well, they immediately they threw them on the back of a truck and they got them on the highway. I mean. <laughs>
2: And the helicopters came in from uh, from Warner Brothers Studios, and they were trying to shoot at him. Oh, it was,
1: yeah, it was really yeah, something. it was really good. But that baby came out. Yeah. That baby. Okay, so they do the debate on Fox now. Fox is, you know, obviously the you know the the Republican network. Well, so right. what's going on? How, so we how are they dealing with the crisis? We don't. they must know right that?
2: I don't. I don't actually. Foxes to me is the big unknown because I think I'm not sure if. They can't want Trump to win, Fox. They are they are trying to talk a little bit of reason. No, they don't want Trump to win. And they are now trying to talk a little bit of reason, but they're so in over their heads. Like they have to keep their audience. Right. And one of the reasons they keep their audience is to keep telling them what they want to hear. Right. But at the same time, that's just taking them down this crazy fucking wormhole of just insanity. And none of it's true. Like you watch their networking, you go, This this is like being on another planet. Like it used to be where you'd watch Fox and you just hear the opposing view of something you heard on the other network. Now you hear something, and you go, this is another world. Like you're not even in our world. The Benghazi thing has been going on for three years, right? We had four, we had four state department people killed and it's been going on for four years. They've ha- they've spent over almost $5 million on investigations. Congress spent $86,000 on an investigation of Katrina.
1: Eighty six thousand. Eighty six thousand. Hang on, what? On photocopying the report? <laughs> like <laughs> You don't you don't spend that much money on any of these
2: things because it doesn't cost that much to have people come in and talk to them. Right. But they've somehow managed to spend four point nine million dollars to okay. investigate something that is just like, yeah, I fucked up. Some guys got killed, some terrorists or not even terrorists, some Fighters in another country where we had our people didn't like our people there and killed them. Like that's what it comes down to. Uh-huh. So anyway, so that kind of stuff's going on. Like there's there was a three minute a there was a there's three a minute about it there's a three minute trailer during the Fox movie, and I was like, I haven't heard of this movie, but also I'm watching something. I'm like, none of this seems real, and it's it's their Batman, right? Right? It's their like Benghazi, like they are just fucking batshit crazy. So so all that happened So there's 16 candidates, and how they split up the candidates is if you have like over three percent in a poll then you can be in the big debate and if you have less than three percent you have to go in the pre-debate and do the two-hour pre-debate
1: oh uh, you have to open mic, yeah <laughs> to work your way up into the <laughs> you're not even opening band you're like the band they put on and they're like alright you can play for free while the people are filing in well it's like I mean I guess it's like the reserves or the amateurs or like the you know it's the 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 B League it's the feeder it's, league yeah it's, it's right I mean
2: <laughs> It is the fetal league. Yeah, they're the fetal Republicans. So the fetal guys come out and they and then they try to they try to do big crazy stuff, right? Because they to, want to get to, to, get the, to scene. Get
1: oh, you know what it's like? It's like uh, regional wrestling. Oh, it's totally regional it wrestling. Is. So they're basically you know try, you're trying to work it out on yeah. the scene and get your character. Yeah, right a, a to guy get big enough to get a, get a into guy light.
2: smashes a fluorescent light bulb over, over his head and he scratches his face with tacks. He's like Benghazi. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, you're in the main debate next week. This is good. We love it. So that's all going that on. That does explain though, Trump. Like if it's it a does, right? Week, if he's taking because he's like essentially playing the heel, but the popular heel. Like every week, like you know, he's doing that wrestler stuff yeah. where he goes out and he's like, "What can I do this week? I'm going to make fun of a retarded person." Yeah, well, Trump is the first, <laughs> and that is your classic heel behavior. It totally like, the is. The more they boo him, the <laughs> more they love him. You know, what He's me? like that's right. That's I don't. Right. I don't like the handicapped. <laughs> 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 boo! We love Trump. Boo! Fuck the Mexicans. <laughs> boo! boo! <laughs> signing contracts in the middle of the ring
2: oh totally like, and, to- and then
1: smashing the guy in the head oh. with a chair smashing the guy dressed as an arab and a mexican <laughs> like building a wall in the ring between him
2: i do believe that he did partake in a wrestling match in the 80s
1: so donald trump yeah Would not or the 90s me. yeah we did this thing on gruen um we had a running joke every year we have a like uh what would so and so do? Like it's a kind of you know, like to look at the world's best kind of spinners and manipulators. So it started yeah. with Putin originally. What would Putin do every you know week? We'd ask the question in response to something you we were talking about, how Putin would solve that question. Yeah. And, then, and then we did like what would Kim Jong-un do and what yeah, it's been various people over the years. So right. this year we're sitting down like, you know, for the start of the show, we're like, you know, who who's the biggest kind of spinner and manipulator in the world? What's well, gotta be Trump, right? But we're like, well, how are we gonna do a what would Trump do where we're not using stuff that's in the media all the time? Time. yeah so what we did was we went back because we're a show about advertising and marketing and found all the donald trump ads oh. and stuff he's been in over the yeah. years and so every week we would just play some other ridiculous thing and just go did you and do, he's running for president did you do his game his game trump, the game which yeah. i now own you do it was my gift at the uh rap party wow trump, the game. that's amazing yeah. <laughs> they don't make it anymore
2: yeah, I know it's, it's like time.
1: Monopoly. He was Donald. Donald Trump was the only guy who looked at Monopoly and went, "Not capitalist enough." <laughs> 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 A Monopoly is not quite capitalist oh, enough for me. So he, uh, yeah, Trump the board game, which I have not opened at this stage because I think if he becomes president, it might be worth something. Wow, I they, can, they had to track it down. On the internet. He's
2: never going to be president. But um. okay,
1: but but at the same time, people have been saying the whole way through, it's never going to be like. I. I don't. i I have not thought people well, said the rock wasn't going to become the biggest actor in the world, Dave. But I'd never said that. Wrong. I was I was completely on the rocks. Right. And Donald Trump is the people's champion. Well,
2: here, here's the interesting thing about Trump. So uh, our journalists have always been able to destroy a candidate. Right. Like um, Dean is the greatest example. Howard um, Dean. Howard Dean. Did you, you remember that scream? I mean, meltdown. Yeah, I remember that. Actually. But he didn't.
1: He, d- he screamed one thing, and it got taken out of context. No, and that's then. not, not that even what true. He, he didn't again. even scream. Oh, uh, what he went
2: woohoo! Yeah, and someone took the took the audio. Hang on.
1: And separated the uh, tracks. Do you know this because of an internet video you saw? No,
2: I've seen Carly Fiorino. No, 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 but I saw saw it. (laughs) I saw a news story about it years later, and I was like, "Holy fuck!" Hang on, that cannot be true. It is true. They they went. Someone went through and isolated the the track and jacked it up to make it look like he was a crazy screaming guy. When actually, like one of those goats on the internet.
1: When actually, he was the original internet goat. He was totally.
2: He's totally. He actually did just something like, yeah. And they went, all right, let's do it.
1: Do, 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 and on. destroyed you can, him. You can't do that.
2: Can you? Yeah, sure you can in America, right. without a doubt. And right. Because because here's the thing. The media in America have always wanted to choose the candidates. And they it. there's one thing said. They just go. They just attack. But here's the thing. They've never had anyone like Trump or the right way. Well, not because they... Whatever he says, he's like, Mexicans are rapists. And they run and they type it up and they send it out and everyone goes, Cool. Right. And and because it's we like because if- we're living now in a time when a reality star is running for president and winning. We right. are there. We are 20 years
1: into the housewives of Beverly Hills. Oh uh, my when Kanye said he was running for president at the music awards. I was like, "That is no weirder." No, like I mean, everyone was like, "Ridiculous." I was like, "No." I don't, Donald Trump's running for president. Yeah, why? Why wouldn't he? The a biggest guy, fucking clown ever is running for president and winning with a bunch of people. A guy who has been ridiculously on the record being a clown for all these years. Yeah, has a history of bankruptcy. Yeah, his entire empire is built on bluster and bullying and like totally. you know, being politically incorrect. Yeah, he says inappropriate things. This is that the get, worst things any candidate has ever said. Not dubbed out of his mouth. No. No. no, literally the word made come out fun of, of you know, a handicapped reporter last week. <laughs> like not, not 50 years ago or whatever. Yeah. Like, you yeah, know, normally it be like, oh yeah. Like at university, like, you know, he put his dick in the mouth of a, like a whatever. And like, you can't run for president. Yeah. He did it last week. Yeah. It's crazy. It's completely insane. Like, like the journalists, they'll get to the point where like, I'm writing this article and Donald Trump is whacking his dick on my face Yeah, and and you fuckers <laughs> will put him up in the polls. <laughs> now it's the tip.
2: He's hitting me with the tip.
1: <sighs> like, I mean, it's Sigh. Cr-
2: every reporter sighs in America,
1: but so, but so, but why is that? Why is he this Teflon person who like, what, cause all we these have, things we reached in the, the time
2: past- we, it's all, it's all coming together. It, it, all these things have come together. One of them is that they created this this really white white base that could get these guys elected, and those guys have been saying crazy shit for years in Congress, but they're just talking to each other, so no one no one really pays them attention. And the press has stopped saying, like the other day, uh, one of the guys came out and said something really batshit crazy, and instead of saying, instead of CNN writing a story saying this is why he's wrong, they just said this is what he said. Uh, yeah. so it's just this uh-huh. is what he said it's not it's no going through and going and this is wrong and this is wrong and this is wrong so they've been doing that for a long time and now that's catching up with them because now they have this guy who's just saying shit but also people are so fucking our government is so fucked up and people are so fucking tired of it and trump is a guy who's just sticking his finger up and going fuck you government and everyone's like yes so there is totally that part of it. Like there are just people who want a guy to go in there and say, "Go fuck yourselves." And I totally get that, one hundred percent. Our government is fucked up and corrupt and needs to be torn down.
1: Right, but no- right, but the wrong guy. Yes, right. That's like you're hearing your pilot mutter as he gets on the like totally. plane. Planes are shit. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Let's let's. You're gonna have that opinion, but. Here's what I will say. Let someone else fly. Yeah, (laughs) you know, totally. But is
2: there? But there isn't another candidate within all those candidates who is like a legitimate, crazy outsider, populist guy who will say what the people want to hear. Which he is doing. Let's face it. What we're learning is that those people i'm not saying all republicans because i know a lot of republicans who don't know what's happening right now but right. there are plenty of republicans who are just fucking dicks and just hate everything and they hate the mexicans and they hate the transgendered and they hate all the shit that he's talking about and so they're like yeah just hate it's very it's very reality show it's very i love to see this guy tell people they're shitheads and then fire them it's what it is it's what they want from him he's doing it he it this is running man right right <laughs>
1: I mean, it just, sometimes you do look around and go, if I was watching a movie, like, you know, say The Purge, for example. Oh, you it's know, so The Purge. It's so The Purge. That's, I always write that about him on Twitter. It's like, we're like two days away from him saying, all right, get shotguns. It's five o'clock. Right. Yeah. It's like those purge movies are going to date so badly. (laughs) Look at how
2: fake this purge is. It's so, I mean, guys in trucks, the purge I know is just people would just go down the street and murder everything that moved in giant packs. (laughs) That's the purge. I know. (laughs) I mean, it's, crazy okay so so all that's happening and so now the press has no ability to destroy anyone the parties don't have any ability to pull anybody back it's totally out of control it's just it's like a system that's out of control people want to destroy the system the system has been telling basically the american the american government has been telling the people to go fuck themselves for so long now that this is inevitable now on the other side you have bernie sanders who is exactly what you want he is reasonable he's the most liked person in congress um he is very smart he's very very populist and he's perfectly reasonable man uh which is funny because the democrats when that that guy could i think that guy if he was if he was made the candidate he would annihilate trump and everybody else but the democrats are going to pick hillary who is who is who represents everything that we're tired of so good luck i don't know what's gonna happen there
1: right but hillary's john cena and uh bernie <laughs> sanders is sam punk yeah, yeah i mean that's exactly what yeah. they want <laughs> like, we actually want punk but he's frustrated with the system you know he understands right yeah yeah so
2: all that shit's coming together and then in the middle of all that you have isis Right. right, which is created by them, created by the Republicans. Sure. I did a whole dollop about it. It's it breaks down how they fucking created these assholes, mm-hmm. and then they shoot up Paris. So it's ape right. shit, you know. Which is which is the, the you can't even get at how complicated the French the the French situation is with years of keeping them. Letting them live in the country, not be citizens, just on the on the edge of like of the society, growing more and more angry. Like it's so fucking complicated yeah. that you can't look at that and go, "Fucking
1: Muslim!" It's just so deeply rooted and fucked up. Like, I mean, well, of course, all these. They, they, I mean, absolutely, like radicalized people being disenfranchised. It's 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 a breeding ground. Yeah. Regardless of the, you know, the endless debate you could have on you know, a variety of issues around this topic, yeah. the one thing that you can't – it's like it's perfect conditions. Yeah. You get a – you bomb a country for 14 years – uh, you kill civilians in that country. Yeah. That country doesn't have access to outside news feeds or media to get any perspective right. on why you're doing it. Mm-hmm. What they see is people who were innocent for civilians being killed by people in the name of something going to find weapons that weren't there that they made up in the first place yeah. Um, to fix Iraq and now they're fixing here with bombs or whatever. And again, this is not me saying in, in any way defending fucking ISIS because right. the whole point is like you lose any credibility in an argument when you kill civilians. Right. Both sides. And that's the whole point of the other thing is America, Australia, the coalition of the willing have all been killing civilians in the name of this war as well. uh, Forever. And if if you're in a place where you're seeing civilians be killed and you are a disenfranchised person and then you move to somewhere that is also where you're disenfranchised and you're constantly in your own groups and you're treated as a second class citizen, it, it, it doesn't G- doesn't uh, give permission for people to go there, but right. if you want to make a terrorist... That's how you do it. That's how you do it. That's exactly how you do it. If, yeah, if someone says, like, hey, I really need to make some terrorists. How can yeah. I do that? Like, oh, oh, I, I got, got the, blo- I got got the a blue flag. You you yeah. Oh, I got it right here. Uh, Michael Bay made a movie about it. You can- <laughs> Seriously. <it's- laughs> Instant terrorists. It's, yeah.
2: So I've been watching all this t- fucking Bill Maher and all these stupid assholes say, Muslims are all they're all trying to kill Shut us up. and you're just like i mean i know some something. they don't i know they don't want to kill me just from my own personal experience, right. I've met a few. Perfectly and, reasonable. And
1: heaps of people want to kill you. <laughs> Tons of people.
0: You like, want to you're, kill me. you're unlikable to a lot so of There's so many
1: atheists who want right. to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, absolutely. And, like, I mean, uh, this is a, a topic that's come up I mean, a lot. Of course, it is in Australia. It's the same thing. Right, You've absolutely. Got... And And we're getting the same, you know, stupid messages about, like, you know, we have the same right wing commentators and whatever coming out and calling on, you know, all Muslims to speak out against, you know, yeah. blah, 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 yeah. and all this sort of stuff. So. I mean, right. don't get me wrong. Like, I think that religion gives uh, extremists and religion across the board. Oh, it's a home. I mean, if you give people a reason to think, hey, my life is shitty here. But if I do this thing, I mm-hmm. go to some sort of paradise. Yeah. And you, Like, I mean, it gives them, of course. Like, I mean, they say. No, ice- if you set up a fucking, if you set up a door for after you're dead. Where there's great things happening, what do you fucking think's gonna happen? Right. It doesn't mean that everybody's, but it, it can be used in that way. And they say to a lot of ISIS people. This is one of the more interesting things because, again, with all these things, mostly they're disenfranchised young right. young men. Of That's course. basically what it is yeah. everywhere. Everywhere disenfranchised you go. and angry women. Yeah. And so you get uh, these young men, a lot of them are ex-gang members. Yes. And so what you do is they recruit these people who are already violent, who Mm. are already looking for a community that is away from the mainstream. Yeah. And they offer them an opportunity to have a fucking, you know, etch a sketch, wipe your fucking slate clean and go to this place where, you know, you can be a martyr. I mean, that's, again. They also pay them. They give them jobs, which they can't get. In a place where they're second-class citizens. Right. (laughs) I mean, some of them are just taking it as a
2: fucking, like, a paper route.
1: It's a job. You're giving someone an opportunity and a reason, and religion also gives it that extra factor of then you can believe in this thing. And religions of all kinds over the years have been used to justify that sort of shit. So, uh, because my thing's always, like, again... I just draw your line at what you believe when you hurt someone else or you hurt an innocent person. Right. You can believe whatever you fucking want about your religion, but you can't hurt somebody else. No, you don't get to hurt other people and you
2: don't get to put your fucking bullshit rules on me because I'm right. not part of your fucking religion.
1: But you can have your own, you can live your own way. Yeah, as, as have it, knock yourself out. Else, have a good fine. time over there. Right. That's great. Regardless of religion.
2: Now you've, you've, I, I've heard you talk about religion in your act. I've never, I've never, you won't go find me talking about religion anywhere. I've just, stra- I've just completely stayed away from it. Sure. But watching all of these fucking idiots say Muslims control your other Muslims and just it's just been building and building and building and watching Bill Maher is the biggest fucking clueless asshole in America about it as far as I'm concerned because he does so much damage because he's supposed to be a liberal which he's not but he just keeps saying and bringing on people to explain to us why they're a murderous religion. And I look at all, all religions have been used to murder. That includes Buddhists and Hindu. They all have fucking gotten on, on their horses and gone and slaughtered people.
1: That's well, Dave, just how it works. It's good to finally hear a moderate comedian <laughs> speak out against the extremism and damaging messages of Bill Maher on behalf of comedians. So it is very positive. The Muslims could take a lead from you, Dave Anthony.
2: So I watched this and I was like, "Jesus Christ! How long do we have to put up with this shit?" And it's building yep. and it's building, and so then then the then the. And I'm, I am like the, the the Christians have killed so many fucking people since the beginning of Christianity right. that it's insane. I mean, the Crusades, the, the like they all, they just have. That's just what they do. They they kill. Sure. And there, and I know plenty of great Christians. I'm not, I'm not condemning all Christianity. I know some that live their lives and they, uh, and they're very good people and they use it for the right things. But unfortunately, when you create something like that, you also invited monsters. That's okay. just how it works. Yep. So I made that tweet. And I went to 10,000, and for the day after, it was fucking insane, just barrage after barrage. And then, I, and then I started, and I was just getting all these people, how do you know he was a Christian? And I was just like, well, he's raised Baptist, he has a cross on the front of his house, and he shot up a Planned Parenthood. Mm-hmm. And he yelled, no more baby parts, which is their chant, yep. their current chant. And then I started to notice something really weird. I started to notice people calling him female. On, so people responding on Twitter started saying he's a female
1: okay now now I'm really <laughs> this is I mean this is taken a crying game-esque twist that I was not expecting and I've also I've also talked about this but
2: my next one-man show which I do next not this year next year uh, it's gonna be about guns and my personal relationship with guns yeah. and how I, I view it um, in
1: Australia it'd be called uh, guns I've got some issues <laughs> Uh in America it'll be called Why Guns Are Great. We all agree. That's right. Yay guns. Everything's good. <laughs> yay guns. <laughs> it's gonna be called Yay Guns. Yay guns. And then in Australia it's gonna be called Yay, yay Guns. Yay, nay guns. <laughs> so that's the Australian version.
2: Nay <laughs> guns. So um so I'm 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 so I'm I am on one hand watching these idiots and shutting some down, but other ones I want to talk to like other ones. I am cool. I am purposefully some I'm looking for material. Some I'm purposely badgering because I see that they're crazy. And so I'm just, I'm just kind of dialoguing with all these different people. And then it goes from him being female to him being transgender. So now they're telling me, There we go. (laughs) Nice. So now they're telling me, and have you seen a picture of the shooter? No, a gray haired guy. Uh huh. Uh, with a big crazy beard and giant crazy hair that sticks up. Liam. Oh, yeah. What?
1: Oh, yeah. I, no, thought, I a-
2: thought you said Liam.
1: Liam. <laughs> yeah, Liam. <laughs> Liam, the Liam. Like, like, we call that, look, the Liam in Australia. Uh, you, you know how you guys had the Rachel from Friends? That that was called the Rachel. We had the Liam. It was it was named after a Liam Neeson movie <laughs> that he did in Australia. Tracking down an angu... He tried to track down the dingo. Oh, okay. So he just looks like... Uh, If Santa went out with Nick Nolte for a night. Yeah, totally. That's exactly what it looks like. That would be the (laughs) mugshot. If they found a guy who played Santa and Nick (laughs) Nolte in a car together and they had their mugshot side by side, that's what it would look like. Okay. That's exactly what it would look like. So hang on. Why is this guy transgender?
2: (laughs) Well, that's obviously... obviously what i'm getting what i'm from i make that tweet and then i'm getting responses right. is how do you know he's christian and then i say well he has a cross on his house right. he was raised baptist he shot up a planned parenthood and he's saying this phrase right and then i get back but enough of this bullshit system. okay bullshit he's a transgendered
1: female okay so it's a female dressed as a man it's a female dressed as a man and when i'm like dressed as a man transgender is trans transitioned into a man right okay. and i'm like so what in the fuck is happening and then they're saying here... Had- and now this is probably a bad taste joke, but I can't go past it. Santa's lost his sack. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean no offense. I just feel like that's a good joke. <laughs> so,
2: so now I'm at the point where I'm just bewildered. Like I have no idea what's happening. Sure. So I start trying to research it and find it. And it, then someone sends me a, a screen capture. And it's of a voter registration form. Mm-hmm. Now, if you know anything about America, you know that people who isolate and um, and live in rural places have started to really hate the government to the point that they're killing cops and killing census census takers. They've killed census takers because a man comes and knocks on your door and says, "Hey, we want to know how many people live here." Well, you fucking kill him, right?
1: Well, the the guy running for president hates government. Yes. So why wouldn't? That Ordinary is, people hate government. That is correct. If, if, you're, if is your well-
2: elected officials are telling you that those people are bad and they come to your door, then they're bad. Right. Right? So <laughs> this guy wrote on his voter registration that he's female. Probably because, and I'm just hazarding a guess, uh-huh. he's fucking nuts. Right. And he's probably anti-government across the board and he doesn't want him to know who he is or what he's doing. So they took that registration form and they've and they wait. This is how it happens with a lot of transgender
1: people. It starts yeah. with the voting form. I mean that's <laughs> I guess that's when you think about it. I'm polling you. you know? Hold on now. It just I don't know. I mean, no one's really asked me what sex I was until I filled in this form. It's been a pretty long time. I mean, it's been a while. It's It's, been a long time. You know what? It doesn't come up day to day. It doesn't. Nobody says male or female. And now now that there's this form with M slash (laughs) F. And this is an official government form. So do I want to go into a voting booth with people thinking that I'm a man when I feel like a woman? I guess that's, I mean, you know, that could be the start of the journey. Okay, here's here's a question I have that is even not about this, but it is a kind of about this mm-hmm. who, when someone shoots up a planned parenthood is suddenly Googling their voter registration forms. <laughs> like, how, how, what do you mean? Like, Where is that? How has that even been introduced into this debate so quickly? Well, it's the first thing we do. Right.
2: Well, I can tell you they, I can tell you exactly how it happened. they, they checked to see if he was a democrat or republican cuz oh, they wanted to okay. blind one and i believe it i believe it did say democrat on there like he just went the opposite of who he was which okay. is what so, people who do who are against right. the government they, So he said
1: he was a female democrat
2: yeah okay so they were like aha right we've got him and transgender thing right now because yeah. because some places want to want to allow transgender people to use the, you know, the bathroom of their choice and the right wing just can't believe what's happening.
1: I guess he got it the right way, uh, though, because, I mean, I guess if you're a female, you'd probably want to be a Democrat. They're probably looking after the That's females true. a bit more. But once you transition to being a man, you want to be, a, want Repubble- to be a Republican because right. they're looking after <laughs> the guy. So, I mean... Story checks out so far, I guess. Story totally checks out. Yeah, no, I agree. And like transgender, even us having this conversation and trying to laugh about this thing, you you feel like it's, it's one of those things where like these days because of where the debates are and whatever, you don't want to like say something unintentionally disrespectful even. But what's happening, it has become a cause for a certain side of yes. politics and is now... It's a big thing right now, and um, coincidentally, and
2: you're not going to believe this, but more transgendered people have been killed this year than any other year in the history of the United States of America. Is that right? Isn't that strange? How that happens when our politicians start talking about how bad
1: they are, and that they should stay in their place, that they suddenly start getting killed? Isn't that weird? The thing that came after after Paris, because it happened in Australia a bit, where some people who weren't... Uh, a lot of muslim women are being yelled at in yeah. the street
2: that's happening here and yeah.
1: but they they see the th- th- thing again and i I'm, this is not you have to look up whatever the fucking fact of this is But in america after 9/11 did you know that they killed like Oh, sikhs sikhs and see, like anybody with a anybody brown with a beard
2: right the, the fact that they were Just killing sikhs cuz like, they see the fucking turban on their head or whatever i don't know what it's called but, but it looks to them like a turban right it looks like an arab turban to them because they live in cartoon nineteen forties, right? And they start shooting guys who are Sikhs. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, that's, we are we he, we are a nation of fucking idiots. I mean, but that's crazy. Yeah, but we are that. That's one thing you learn when you do this, and you have a tweet that gets ten thousand retweets. You you really get confronted with how fucking stupid we are, and not stupid because we didn't get taught in school willfully stupid, right? We're choosing to be ignorant because I had people cause I would get good nice, title for I would my get, first
1: American special then.
2: <laughs>
1: willfully stupid.
2: <laughs> I, I would get very nice Christians yep. who I would talk to. There's a pastor in Pennsylvania. There is a woman from here and there and I would discuss with them and I would, I would have interesting conversations in which they would say, well, he's not a Christian and I would say why, and they would say because Christians don't do that. And I would say, well, Christians do do this, and here's the historical documents to prove it. And then they would say, well, that's not my definition of a, uh, definition of a Christian. I don't believe he's a Christian. I go, that doesn't mean he's not a Christian. Right. So you get into that kind of circular bullshit, which is totally fine. Like, I respect that's your opinion. You can actually say he's not a Christian, but he's a Christian because he calls himself a Christian.
1: Right. I, but at the same way as like uh, one of the. Uh, uh, I was going to say audience. One of the supporters of my football club last year racially vilified a player from another club. That guy, Barry, from my club, you know, like he was one of our fans. Yeah. Now, I don't think he represents in the club, you know, straight away. We're like, you know, this person doesn't represent us. Here's what we're doing to address that, blah, blah, blah. And I'm glad that I support a club that, did that yeah but at the same time you're like but he was still i can't say that he wasn't one of our supporters he was wearing our jumper he like barry for our team and he was racist to a player on the field people fucking jump into your
2: group that's just part of the thing you have to deal with look we had a comedian vince champ who was going around raping people for years he would go to schools and rape rape girls in colleges he was a comedian he was one of our fucking tribe and and comedians are a weird group who go around the country doing shit like that is an open invitation for a guy who's got bad intentions to jump into that club.
1: Right. You know a, what I mean? He did it like I, it was a terrible, terrible thing that he did, and B, ripping off Cosby's material <laughs> like at all those venues. Again, again, that's a terrorist. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Horrible. <laughs> Horrible joke. Horrible joke. So, so it
2: it just i've never because i've never gone into the religion thing cuz i just i just think like yeah yeah i get it it's a magical man in the sky go live your fucking life right but now we're getting to a point where there are so many shootings that are being justified because people apparently think jesus would have been packing Right. There's so many Americans who are hardcore Christians who are walking around with AK-47s on their back that it's now like now it's, like it's, now now it's time you can't just say anti-gun. It's no. all wrapped up in one shit and you can't just separate it. It's right. you are a crazy you are exactly what they are. If there were no laws in America, if it was like Syria, they would be killing us.
1: Yeah. But that's, that's because, uh, Dave, and this is the problem, you haven't read the whole Bible. <laughs> you've, you've just read the the old, part? the old Testament and the New Testament, but Wait. what you haven't read is the... Chapter 3? Uh, yeah, Michael Bay. Uh, the Babel. It was called The Babel, and Jesus did heaps more shooting. Were there robots? Yeah, Je- Jesus was back, and this time it was personal. Uh, this that was the, Jesus. And then he came out of the cave with a bunch of Uzis. And he Jesus fucking, is, he got shit done. Jesus is back and he's tired of socialism. <laughs> uh, yeah. when he said, Jesus, you can, you Jesus can, what happened? You can have my gun when you get it out of and my... my uh, cold, dead Recently Jesus hands. old undead hands. My second
2: time around dead
1: hands. Second, Yeah, <laughs> back from the dead hands. You can have my gun when you get it out of my back from the dead hands. Now, you
2: have been outspoken about religion do you think you have i've wanted to ask this for a while i don't know if i ever have do you think you have a lot of christian fans yeah. who just ignore that part of what you say
1: oh uh, well the, i'll say a couple of things about that i think that um my general philosophy about talking about religion and and generally is the way that i do talk about it is within the context of what the fuck would i know yeah like i, I literally don't know i always talk about what i believe in and then I talk about like problems, you know, essentially like, you know, my, my rule has always been very simply right to swing your fist stops in another person's face. Believe whatever fucking yeah. ridiculous thing you want to believe mm-hmm. and who am I to you know, tell you that your ridiculous thing that you believe is any different to my ridiculous thing that I believe. We right. all as human beings, there is no, we don't know what the purpose of this earth or life or anything is. Yeah. Everything that we do every day is guesswork. Uh Like how we're meant to be feeling our lives, what the purpose of those lives are. I personally, you know, don't think that our brains are big enough to comprehend if there is some sort of explanation to that or if we are just randomly what happened in the corner of the universe. That blows my mind even more. Like, I mean, the idea, and maybe this is something I was was thinking maybe this is something I might even try to explore in the new show, is the fact that, you know, every year I go to that uh, on my birthday, if I'm here in LA, I go to the observatory and I watch that history of the universe show that Uh they do and I fucking love it. But there's this moment in it where they show where we are. You know, they project on the roof, you know, where we are in the universe and they show how little we are and that we're not the center of it in any way. We are this tiny pocket in this tiny fucking corner of the universe. And they explain the nature of life and all these sort of things. And there's only two conclusions I think you could ever walk away from that knowledge, which is like one of them is, well, if this is what we are, then there must be something more to it because why would it be this? Or to me, which is what I probably believe is that like, you know, uh, that there is, that we are just an accident in the corner of the universe no. and for whatever reason it is, it's this, but, or that our brains at least aren't, ev- at the evolved. we're not at the point in our evolution as a species, okay, we can walk and talk and we can do this sort of stuff, but there's a point well beyond where we are right now that we may finally comprehend if there is some sort of nature or reason or whatever it was or pattern or need for us to be, right? Yeah. But I don't think we will ever know that in our lives. No. But if that is true, like if I honestly believe that to be true, and I do, I think, honestly believe that to be true, then why the fuck is it this? Like, like, what is this? Like, what is the purpose, you know, just a purely accidentally evolutionary sense of you and I sitting at this fucking table with these microphones making this or me drinking this or me... Like, what the fuck? Why would this be necessary to anything?
2: I think there's no difference between us and a guy with six fingers. One time, a day, a long, long time ago, something was born and it was smarter than the other things and there was a little family of them and they went and started doing things and they could capitalize and they could take advantage because they were smarter and from that it it became what we are it's just a mistake it's just a natural mutation and it happened to be that we are smart it uh, could have it could have very well been that a giant idiot killed the smart ones and that yeah. was the end of it yeah and then we're still monkeys running around we just got lucky so i think
1: we're just <laughs> So you think that this is all purely evolutionary, like, you know, yes, the fact that like, yeah. So, and that society is set up, you know, in much in the way that like, you know, there are people who are necessary to be workers. There are people who are necessary to be leaders. There are people who, for a society to keep going. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that that may ap- absolutely be but, true. But in the, you know, like but you said, the, 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 in you the know, timeline, we're a blip Yeah. and I think we will be a
2: blip. I think we will. I think that we will end ourselves.
1: Oh yeah, well, it's that famous Carlin thing, you know. The planet is the planets, the planets fine. That was his bit, yeah. right? I remember when I first saw him do that bit about the planets fine, we're fucked. Yeah. You know, like the planet. No, the planet's great. The planet will still be. The here planet, afterwards. as a matter of fact, the planet has something on it right now uh, that needs to live, that needs to get rid of. Yeah, we're a parasite. Totally we are destroying
2: the planet. We are completely. And a... we, you know what? The definition of a parasite.
1: The pla- have you seen Jurassic Park? The planet has shaken off shit heaps <laughs> yeah. better than us. Heaps bigger and scarier and more impressive, and the planet just yeah, we- yeah whatever. Yeah. So I don't. I don't. I mean, <clears throat> I don't get into the. Okay. Uh, so this is what I was going to say to answer that oh, really yeah. quickly is. So I, I think that, like, when I do do my religious stuff, then people, I think generally, uh, like, and I've had Christian, you know, feedback from Christians and stuff saying that they find my perspective in the show not offensive and, yeah. you, know, if I, you know. And I would say that most of the people who come to my show are people who already believe, in the same way as you, those people you talk to who are like, well, they're not real Christians. I bet that these people who come and see my, my shows would think, yeah, you know, the people we're talking about are not real Christians. You know, the things that I'm talking yeah. about appeal to them a bit. If you were a real Christian, if you really believed in Christianity,
2: and you saw your show, you would go, "Oh, that's too bad. He doesn't get it." Right. That would be your. Yeah. That would be your. That would be if you were a real and really deeply down a Christian and believed it. That would be your response. Oh, that's too bad, because it's the ones who get offended and want to kill you. Well, they're having doubts, right? And they want to kill your. They want to kill you because you're if you're, you're the s-
1: voice. If you're strong enough in your own belief, why would it matter what we anybody shouldn't else? Shouldn't matter says. at all. So. Yeah, that should not be able to hurt you if you believe what you believe. I just did a podcast recently, my philosophy one, with a guy called Jeremy McKenna, who's a chaplain and, uh, you know, a lover of Jesus. And we Mm -hmm. spoke for two hours and it was brilliant. And, you know, to, to talk to him and I respect his perspective on religion and the role that, you know, because he follows Jesus. Like, that's his big thing. Right. He'd be as critical of this. You know, of of this course. Stuff you, how could you not be? If he truly followed the word of Jesus and how Jesus lived his life, how can you not look at what's happening right now and go, this is fucking crazy? I mean, in Australia, Tony Abbott literally <laughs> said Jesus knew there was a place for everybody and not everybody's place was in Australia. Like, well, no, no, that's actually, no, he was a refugee. You remember, to remember that bit of the Bible about them? Uh, oh, you've been reading the Bible.
2: <laughs> Great guy. I want, I want, I wish I could, I wish I had the money to do a short film and, and I could get Ted Nugent in it because I want, I want to do a film of Jesus coming back and the first thing he does is take a helicopter ride with Ted Nugent and watch him shoot pigs out of his helicopter. Right. Just to watch his face, just, just on the face of Jesus. Or just watching, a little watching a close guy. Up
1: on Jesus. We'll get one camera locked on Jesus's face. Just his face as he was like oh fuck this went so wrong oh you know what you need to do this would be great if Jesus if Jesus does come back it's just a series of those internet reaction videos like <laughs> right, so you get Jesus first right <laughs> like in a long room <laughs> and you just show him a series of things that have been done in his name and you just see his reaction one Jesus two cups right <laughs>
2: Cause the amount of shit that's been done in his name, just just in America alone, is mind boggling. And when you get when you make a tweet like I did, you get so confronted with those people okay. who are fucking terrifying, who who just say you should fucking die, you liberal bit just just the craziest. And all I would write back is just very Christian of you. And then they would just fucking lose their shit even more. But it's true, you're nothing like I'm more like Jesus than you
1: are. Uh, firstly, I've I've just started doing something. No, I think I'm, you. I'm more like Jesus than you. No, I'm kidding. So um, I've just started doing this thing, and uh, I don't. I, I think I'm going to keep doing it because I'm quite enjoying it. <laughs> um, which is when somebody who uh, is a, a, only an egg profile on Twitter, you know, who, who've still got the Twitter oh, yeah. egg.
2: Those are dangerous people. And they, they
1: send me, uh, you know, nasty. They, Can I say, yeah, some nasty ones. And like, because you have opinions. Yeah. And, and if you
2: have opinions, that's when you get attacked. And yeah, I have opinions, so I right. get attacked all the time.
1: And, you know, and there's a certain... Uh, I mean, there's an Australian journalist called Clementine Ford who's a feminist writer. And provocative, a provocative, mm-hmm. but I think of a person needed in this time who's intentionally provocative to make, you know, a lot of points. Right. And she wrote something the other day, and, like, she then just published all the, like, just as... Just as so, oh, what people said back what to What people said back to yeah. her, and it was some of the most horrible un... things I've ever seen in my life. So I never get rape threats or death threats right. in the way that, like women get on the internet so firstly
2: that i will say this the worst people who responded to me by far not even not even comparable christian gamers oh yeah someone who had christian and gamer in their bio were fucking
1: monsters well because that's you know what the shooting at the planned parenthood was all about ethics in games journalism
2: (laughs) (laughs) what if jesus came back (laughs) and he was like look all this was about where I was going the yeah. whole time. Was ethics and, ethics game, and game journalism?
1: <laughs> they stumbled upon it, but.
2: <laughs> and people always say, and I tweeted something about that, and some, and people are like, you know what, gamers aren't that bad. I'm like, I'm sorry, you're acting like I'm not a gamer. Like I haven't put on headphones and play video games. I have never heard more vile, heinous things said than in a fucking video game lobby. It's crazy. They are monsters.
1: I mean, finally. A moderate gamer, Speak it out. Well. <laughs> Take note, Muslims. So, <laughs> I, um, eggs, yeah. So, oh. when you get the egg responding, in the old days, I used to, uh, you know, just, I, I would just like write back whatever horrible thing they'd written to me. I just like, um, you know, you can change that uh, profile picture from an egg and like I would just- To your, Yeah. I, I would just like, and they would like yeah. write something else back up. Like, no, but seriously, like uh-huh. if you want me to run you through it. Yeah. But that, they didn't seem to really, but so now just, I did this first time the other day, but I've done it twice since and I feel like it's going to keep going, is now I tweet them back an, an egg recipe. <laughs> like no explanation. Even get it? No, no. That's my favorite <laughs> thing about it. It's like when anyone who's an egg, just I, I just tweet back an egg recipe and then that's it. Then I put them on mute.
2: Okay, so I don't, that, don't even
1: see what happens after that. That's but, great because it's yeah. so
2: nonsensical. The thing I've been doing is every once in a while, I'll just send back a, just out of nowhere, someone sent me a mean tweet and I'll just rub, send back a tweet that says, hey, have you ever taken off your shirts and rubbed bellies with another guy?
1: <laughs> and then they just explode and I'm like, okay, it's all good. I want to find out more about this, but I need to go to the bathroom, so I'm going to pause so uh, what else did you learn from uh, these people who responded to you? I mean the the
2: you know I guess because I stay out of the religion arguments, I just completely sort of avoid it um, because I when I was starting out in comedy, there were a lot of people doing that kind of stuff, but we were also friends with a Christian comedian who was really fucking funny like he did really great jokes. And I talked to him about it once and he was very sort of unassuming and very nice guy. And he just kind of kept to himself. And, and I was just like, I just don't want to piss people off like that because, because in, while there are assholes, there are just a lot of really nice people that are Christians. <laughs> right. <laughs> And so I was like, I, it's so easy for a lot of comedians. It's Really fucking easy. Well, I mean, simple.
1: it's it's and don't get me wrong. I'm sure, like I, I, I'm sure. And when I say I'm sure, I'm positive because you know I know that this is the case. Where there was certainly an element of me, you know, when I say 25 or whatever, that was very much of that. Like you know, if you believe in religion, then you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, right? like yeah, you know, a lot of that. But hopefully, you grow out of that. Like, yeah. and you have a more nuanced perspective. And sometimes when I see people these days do a bit of like, you know, going, "Hey, God isn't real," you're like. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I got that when I was 12. <laughs> like, and I got a bit angry about it in my early I'm 20s, also, but. It, 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 we're being, I'm agnostic. Like,
2: I, God could be real. I don't fucking know shit at the end of the day. I mean, that's not what I believe. Right. Well, here's what I think. Here's what the day,
1: A God could show right. up and I could be like, oh, fuck, I blew that up. Well, I used to have that bit in my act where I would literally have that joke of like, you know, I, I don't know. How the fuck would I know? I, like, I used to have a joke. It was like, uh, you know, I, I didn't understand the end of Donnie Darko how am I meant to know whether there's a fucking God or not? You know I mean? If God rocks yeah. up one day and he's like, hi, I'm God, I'll be like, okay, my bad, high five, you know, like, <laughs> what are the rules? <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, it was all about ethics and games journalism? Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> what? I mean. Seriously?
1: But, uh, yeah but I mean absolutely like the possibility that there is some sort of god or some sort of like fucking matrix or some sort of whatever like you know I watched the matrix the other night and yes I was stoned but I was watching the matrix Come, yeah this makes about as much sense as any other fucking theory you know like the, yeah. you know but we don't know that and here's what I do know that There's a bunch of people in this world who all essentially are looking for some sort of explanation or purpose to, you know, Mm -hmm. know, the world and how it works, you know, Um, and a lot of them believe in in some sort of creator or God Mm -hmm. and many of the stories have similar sort of like myths and, you know, whatever crossover in the middle of them. There's a need in human beings at this point in our evolution for people still to believe in gods, you know, as part of our world. I have no problem with that. It's a a story. We love stories. It's a story. But it's this idea that rather than looking for like a higher purpose or an explanation of life so that we can get together, there's a set of rules that were laid down. It's like the Constitution. Like, you know, the idea that like something that people came up with, you know, 250 years ago is still a relevant document to what happens today they update the fucking itunes agreement yeah every six fucking months totally but not that one no no nope. can't fuck with that one because some people who shit in the streets <laughs> i mean they got why did people get so people got mad at back to the future for not getting everything about the future right do you see how mad people were about that it's a fucking movie. It's a comedy movie. And people were so angry that they didn't nail everything about the future. Yet yeah, we we're expecting that fucking, you know, some dickheads 2,000 years ago who oh, yeah. wrote down some stories. Right. Who were like, man, we got to get this thing together fast because uh, yeah, right. there's some shit coming down the pike. But also the Bible's like one of those oral histories they do of like Saturday Night Live, you know, where it's not... It's not a documentary. They No. Like, this is people's recollections. Right, it happened way fucking later. Right. Way later. Way later. A hundred
2: years is when it started getting written down. So, yeah, to be honest,
1: it's essentially like they got the kids of people who were in Saturday Night Live (laughs) to do an oral history of Saturday Night (laughs) Live through stories they just heard from their parents and shit. Belushi's grandson. And they didn't get... Well, they they couldn't even get... They they got uh, uh, Jim Belushi's grandson. (laughs) And... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the Jim Belushi years right but that's the thing you don't get all the you know <clears throat> no one remembers it the same everyone remembers things right. differently and whatever and then to and that's that's fine if we go well this is a gist of it this is what people thought at the time or their interpretation of what went on at the time mm-hmm. but it's a living document that we probably interpret differently at this time it's like you know maybe the burning bush wasn't talking. to him maybe he was having some sort of psychotic he might have had yeah, like
2: a mental breakdown right Point still might abide. I mean, if we saw a guy talking to a burning bush now, we'd be like, we should call the police uh, I mean, something. This honestly, is the situation.
1: Like, if a guy in the street, if you were walking down Sunset Boulevard and there was a guy talking to a bush and then he turned around and said, this is how you should live your life, <laughs> the bush told me. Yeah, it would probably be like, um, we're just going to eat at the Hamlet. Right. I mean, technically as a country, you twice said, no, we want to listen to a bush. Sorry. not three times though and we were like uh, yeah. not three times to- oh you know what you can get us twice but fool me, not th- fool me twice but no <laughs> no not this time yeah. when there's something worse we can pick fuck that's gotta be also by the way Jeb all, the whole time like when your dad and your brother have been president right and you've always been kind of like seen almost in like you had a bit of a cred of like nah he's the he's the actual the smart yeah, one the, that's he's what they the, always said yeah. they always said he was the smart one yeah he's the one he's yeah. the yeah. one we and he, get and he
2: apparently in the family always felt like uh george jumped in front of him in line to right. be president like they were both going to be president but his brother jumped the line is what he has always felt we didn't know that actually uh there w- it was possible that there could be someone dumber than george bush right and uh just just how did he you look at these guys and you're like how did you ever get elected governor you're a fucking idiot right you're a fucking moron but he is. He's somehow worse than his brother. But he was never going to get elected because of the collective damage. Even the Republicans have turned against George Bush. And they're like, no, you don't. It's no. You don't get to talk about anything. That's it. Cheney, that's it. We're all all—we're good with you. Zip it. So here's what I would say. I I've, I've noticed how I. So I have this. I have this image in my head that most Christians are nice people. Yes. And then there's a few that are fucking assholes. Yes. Which I still believe. Right. But there are also a few people who are pushing guns in our country. It's not a large amount of people. It's a very small, small, small minority of people pushing that. And they're the same fucking people. And I, and I, I can't sit on the sidelines anymore as someone who does what I do. Does that make sense? My comedy is very personal. Uh-huh. I can't do that anymore. I have to, I'm smart and I have a lot of fucking ideas of what things are and what they're not. And I can put shit together that a lot of people can't. And I have to start putting it
1: together. Are you about to announce that you're running for president?
2: I'm running for the president of the United States of
1: America. <laughs> Anthony V. West. That'll be a great election. Kanye up against Dave. Who, I mean, I've got to be honest with you. I, I'd like to see that. I'd like to say Anthony V. Kanye in the presidential Fuck. election.
2: It would be such a good election, wouldn't it?
1: 2020.
2: 2020. 2020. Anthony V. Kanye. But I just have to start fucking putting my shit out. I, I have a fucking podcast that people listen to and I can, I can put things together and give people knowledge. And my stand up, I can't, I just can't sit there and talk about personal stuff anymore. I have to open it up and. Do this kind of stuff okay that's interesting to me
1: um because it's too important for people not to what do you think the important mind. bit is like what i mean because I, I i wrestle with this all the time and i think about this all the time um i'm about to write a new show and it's always like well what is it that i want to say or what is it that i need to say i just did this show about australian politics in australia and like weirdly enough amy who does not like politics and uh-huh. does not like news and politics yeah. and so i was almost going to say to her don't come to the show because she hasn't even read the newspaper yeah like she says to me all the time and I, I think it's such a brilliant thing she goes i said but you know what if there's like something big that happens in the world and she goes well if something big happens in the world you hear about it <laughs> and she was like i was like well, but what if it was something medium size that would be important to you but wouldn't necessarily be something that everybody knew about and she goes well you'd tell me and i was like show? <laughs> I mean, that is, that is a good point, so I can't... There's a lot of people that live their life like that. Okay, but she came and saw my political show and she said to me afterwards, and I'm going to do some more of it next year based on this. Yeah. In fact, I rang my manager who had wanted me to do more of this political show, but I was putting it away because I had my new show to write. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but my manager and my producer both loved the show as well, but I, I was done with it. I was like, okay, well, I'm done now. I've done the show. That's That's it. And then Amy came and saw it, and it was the day of the parachuting So we, that morning, had sat – I had two shows to do that day. It was the last day of the tour, and it's a show that is – like a lot of it is about, you know, these very you – know, asylum seekers and terrorism and, you know, all these sort of things. And so we'd sat there that morning for three hours and watched – you know, we got up that morning, and and we'd had a personal connection, not that I want to in any way make this about me, because it's not about me, but right. just explaining what we had – that so amy is friends uh with the band uh the eagles of death Metal. oh jesus really like wow. friendly like you know mm-hmm. and to the point where she's still like one of the guys in the band you know her in her correspond quite a lot wow. like, she's hung out with them before you know secondly again not to make it about us in any way but just to put in perspective where we were that day we, we love paris we one of our best holidays we ever had was in in paris mm-hmm. we had a great time there and we love that band and in in some ways even more than nine eleven for us like both things that we saw from a distance, but Mm -hmm. that you still are affected by. We were like, if we were in Paris, we would have been at that show that night. Do you know what I mean? As in like, because that's exactly the same thing. I was like, God, I might've gone to that. I mean, Amy knows the band. We would have been there. You guys definitely would have been there. Yeah. The Australian girl who was shot, who survived, but who was shot again, it seems weird to even talk about it in your own personal perspective, but this is what I'm trying to say. Uh, they the first thing they like when the Australian girl was shot, of course that you know what the media do these days in Australia is they go to their Facebook. I know right. in America they go firstly to their voter registration forms. <laughs> but <laughs> What's the gender? Yeah, it turns out she was a man originally. <laughs> she was an eighty-year-old man, but now she was a nineteen-year-old girl. <laughs> but the header photo on her Facebook page It was a photo of me and Sam Simmons together in in bed from, like, a a thing that we did. Uh And, like, so she's obviously, I guess, like, a fan of Sam's and as well. Oh, I saw you. Yeah, I saw you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was the girl who got – the Australian girl who got shot. And so suddenly you just have this kind of thing of going – Ah, yeah right this is like it just feels at least in your world and yeah both amy and i just sat there for three hours watching the the news unfold that morning because it was like in australia on a saturday morning so basically when we got up it was still in process and then over those next few hours you know it went on for a long time right so we watched that all pretty much live and then i was like i've got to do a show i've got to do two shows today i don't know how i'm going to do that so we went out of the house and we walked the dogs and went for lunch and just tried to Shake mm-hmm. it off a bit, but you couldn't shake it off on that day because nope. everywhere you went, yes. I didn't even know if people would come to the show. Like I was like, right. I can imagine, like I, I didn't necessarily even want to do the show that day. Like I was like, you know, I don't, know, I'm not sure how, I like even this show. At least in this show, I feel like I'm doing something, talking about something important. But I don't think I'm talking about anything important enough, right? Like in the way that I should be talking about on a day like this. So anyway, they came, she came to the show, and she she loved it which was amazing to me, but she said to me, she said it was her favourite show that she'd seen of mine, which, you know, that I respect her opinion on that. and it, So I'm going to do it again. But it also made me think a lot about like, well, I'm, I've got this new show to write. Maybe I should be writing something, you yeah. know, that is a bit more in that area. Not mm-hmm. about Australia, but about the, you know, like, yeah. like you said, like, I mean, you have a an audience and you have a, so, but what is it that you think that you want to say? Because this is, this is where it becomes problematic for me, is I get to this point where I'm like, yes, it's, it's important that I, you know, that I use this opportunity that I have to say something important. But then the, bit that I, the stumbling block is going, well, how, what the fuck do I know? Like, what the fuck can I say? Or what the fuck can I say that is valuable to this debate or this conversation? Well, I, I haven't seen anybody talk about it from a personal experience.
2: A comedian. Okay, so I had that experience. I talked about this on Walking the Room. I might have talked about it on here when I was in Seattle with my with my wife and kid, and we were in a restaurant, a fairly nice restaurant, and a guy came in who looked a little off, and he had his hand in his pocket, and everyone thought he had a gun, and it went on for quite some time. To me, everyone's talking about guns from this big broad thing. But it needs to be humanized. Right. And the fact that I can go out to dinner and be scared is wrong. Because we've made a choice right. that I should be scared. We've collectively made a choice
1: that I should be terrified. I mean, it's That's of, our decision. It's one of those things. And again, like I find it very hard as an outsider when you come to America because I'm very conscious of the fact that this is not my country. Yeah. Although it is a country that I am choosing to spend part of my life in and hope that, you know i can be part of like yep. i would like to see i jumped on america like you know what i mean like right you got it. bad timing <laughs> like you right. i mean you at least were fucking born here you had no choice <laughs> i had no choice but whereas i've like you know i'm like oh no this is still going. this stuff. looks like a good place to go right now right. like yes. yeah i mean i like i wasn't even a guy who bought in at the top of the market going no, this will be didn't. good forever <laughs> like we were we already knew that things were going wrong when i jumped on board you know For sure but that idea of even, like, and I, and I did think about it as I saw that shooting, I'm like, what, what if I had a family? Like, you know, and I think about this all the time. Mm-hmm. It's like, I just wouldn't raise my children here. I just couldn't. As a parent, like, I mean, I'm not saying that you, I'm not, but you know what I mean? Like, well, as, we, some, as someone who has a choice between the two countries, there, I just could not in my mind think that I would raise kids in America when I could raise them in Australia. Right, so no one's talking about what happens. But
2: everyone's talking about, you know, guns and and okay okay let's take this example so a couple months ago i have very we have a very good friend and f- my son finn has become very good friends with their daughter and they they love each other and they hang out all the time
1: romance is a romance it could be something do you think it is, it like, is there, like how hell is he five he's six f- he's six okay and she's six and, and at just six like, is it because i remember when i was six There was definitely like a girl that was more my friend. Of course, she was just my friend, but at the same time, everyone kind of kind of teased that she was my girlfriend because we hung out all the time. Yeah, we don't do that. In your head, it's kind of like I don't know, maybe is.
2: There's times where I'm like, man, they're 16 and they're going to do something. This is totally a thing. I don't know what's going to, but it's they have a connection. They have a huge connection. Yeah, great. So that girl goes to a different school than Finn. Uh, She's a little bit of a richer community, Um, and uh, she had she has she had two good friends at her school. Yep. And one of those was a boy. And one night, uh, his father came home and shot his mom and then drove to a warehouse and killed himself. Now, now, when you hear that story, that's a classic American story. That's just a fun, good American tale of life in the suburbs. Now, when you hear that story, you think about the kid, right? right? Would you think about my kid? Because I had to sit down and explain to my kid so far fucking removed from the ripple right right how far removed am i my son is not friends with that kid but my son is friends with a kid who's friends with that kid so i just sit down my son and say hey this is what happened because he was going to hear about it from her right no matter what he's six she's going to say that their daddy's dead and their mommy and we're very probably, much about being honest. Come up it'll probably stage. come up. Kids aren't like, I'm going to keep some, this secret. i to some door explorer small chat. Yes. <laughs> you know, door is really funny. Yeah. Also, uh, this guy shot his yeah. wife. So I just tell him like there's something wrong with this guy's brain. And he, uh, he killed his wife. And we went through the whole thing. And he huh. had a lot of questions and blah, blah, blah. But people don't think about the ripple effect. So if some guy goes into school and
1: shoots 17 people. Right. The fucking enormity of how many
2: people are affected is
1: insane. I think about this all the time in relation to the fact that a lot of schools now have metal detectors yeah. and they do uh, drills on what happens if there's a school shooter. It's worse. In L.A., at recess and at lunch, the school's
2: classrooms cannot co-mingle. So if you're in the fourth grade and you're in Mrs. Carrick's class, you cannot play with the fourth graders from Miss Johnson's class. Why? Because of an emergency situation, they have to be able to account for all the kids. Why would they do that? There's no other reason. Earthquakes don't matter like that. Nothing matters. But if someone walks in the playground and starts shooting, that's why you would do that. So we literally are constructing our schools around the idea of shootings as if that's normal
1: Normal. and okay. And it's fucking insane. I don't want you to... Have to go through a metal detector to go. No, I don't. That's why would you? I don't want you as a child to have to practice a drill because there is a possibility that a shooter will come into the school. And like, I just don't. I think that's it's barbaric. The cost that it has for the rest of the society. Yes. And this is what we're talking about the mental cost that we're all in this together. I'm very big on, in the moment, on the idea of public spaces versus private spaces, and I think that we Uh have the balance completely wrong. We seem to apply this general fucking standard to everyone. Thinks that public and private spaces should have almost the same fucking rules, and it's ridiculous. Here's what the rule. I mean, here's what I would suggest the rules should be: that we have to work harder on the way that we all behave in public spaces and relax a little about whatever people do in their own fucking private spaces. Totally. You know what? If you want to smoke in your house, yeah, smoke your fucking all day long. If you want to smoke next to a primary school, you can't. Like it's a very it's a very simple way to look at the world, right? Don't behave if you want to stop in your house and read your fucking phone and walk around the house, do it. Don't do it in a crowded street and get in the way of other people. You're not once you're in a public space, we have to have rules that we're all sharing these public spaces and that we all have to kind of co-mingle together. And when you're in your own private space, we should relax a little about you know what people do and you know that doesn't hurt anybody else. Right. But we seem to have this like fucking one approach all for all those things where it's I mean, it's in the like you said, the ripple on effect that carry on effect of That's like crazy in the, in our society. It's it's the things that you don't even because people I'm sure I have my, no problem with you having your gun or your fucking semi-automatic or whatever ammunition. you want. If there was no negative consequences, but there's tons to, of negative but there's consequences. Heaps. It's, like heaps. It's insane how many negative consequences there are. I love Pringles, and but if you told me tomorrow, if I stopped eating Pringles, no kids would get shot at school? That's why. <laughs> Today's story came out, or today the biggest police union
2: in the country said that they wanted police. So the NFL has a ban on guns in stadiums, except for, of course, uniformed officers. Yeah, fair enough. That includes cops who are just going to the game as fans and today the cops came out and said look we need to be able to have all of our cops with guns whether they're on duty or not at the stadium because in case there's a shooter and of course my response is we've never had a shooter in a in a stadium yeah but also i can't think of anything less that i want than drunk cops with guns anybody drunk with guns right how about no beer and guns you can't, I don't care how fucking trained you are. You don't get to have a gun and be sitting there pounding beers all fucking day. Right.
1: Because you're going to shoot somebody because you're drunk. Right. Right. Or you, or you, you, maybe you won't shoot someone, but some other drunk idiot next to you sees your fucking gun. And because you're drunk and your reflexes aren't how they normally were, how, they grab your fucking gun and they shoot somebody. Or what if a terrorist actually wants to get a gun into a stadium? How hard is right. it for him to say,
2: I'm from shit fuck Ohio, and here's my badge, I'm a cop there, and walk into the stadium with a gun?
1: Like, also, Use your fucking heads. Here's what you want if there's a terrorist event in a crowded stadium. More guys in civilian Drunk clothes holding clothes up his guns. Gu- yelling oh, shouting, the <laughs> <laughs> No.
2: It's just it's just our country, it's this it's this crazy brainwash thing, and it's and it's completely manufactured by the gun manufacturers. They've created this uh over the past like twenty-five, thirty years. It's it's not part of our constitution. It is wholly manufactured by the gun companies to sell guns. And it, the way that people have embraced it is so fucking crazy without they don't put a thought into it it's just this knee-jerk i get down my guns and it's like were well, you part of
1: a society or are you not right that's what that that well that's the, what it comes down to at the end yes. of the day and this is my public versus private spaces thing which is like when you're in public you're part of a society yeah. Because the roads you drive on to work and the hospital that you're going to go to and the school that you send your kids to or whatever, like whatever it is, the taxation system, the you know, whatever we do, we are generally part of a society because we've realized as a species that it is better for us to work together to move forward than it is to go out on our own one by one. Yeah. I mean, that's essentially it, right? Yeah. That it's all eventually about us progressing forward, you know, in totally. whatever way.
2: But we are so, ever since, you know, look, Margaret Thatcher and Ronald Reagan put forth the idea that we are not a society and we've been running with it ever since, as
1: fast as we can. I, bet, I bet there's a couple of people listening to this right now who are like, fuck, I liked of- it better when they didn't talk about this shit.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> But I, th- I think Podcast I... Podcast has never been as good since Dave thought he could say something. <laughs> We should put that one up. We did about climate change that made us go oh, cry. Oh my god! Right. Uh, I eventually erased that. It's that on my computer. Like it's that on my computer for a couple of years, where I was like, "Oh, maybe one day I'll just put some no, of it that No, so that you know like, what that would have been. But no,
2: that would have been the one after you die in the car wreck, and someone releases that as the the unreleased Topham.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. My mum, like Tupac's mom, <laughs> just keeps finding old shit that I recorded in my phone and releasing it. Every four years. Hang on, is this Will Anderson ranting over Bruno Marsh? Jesus. This- <laughs> <laughs> Why is he so obsessed with ethics in games journalism? <laughs> Uh, all right we should finish up uh dave uh so i'm going to put this one up later in the week so uh what do you got that you oh, can tell us about
2: hold on, let me look it up uh, okay
1: well i'll do my plugs later, while you later look it up in the week. yeah uh so um my shows my fire at Wheel show which may be about public and private spaces and maybe about the universe or maybe about something else that i think about i don't know it's day one of thinking about that it's a blank slate at this stage but it is on sale uh in adelaide Adelaide Fringe Festival. Canberra's already sold out. Uh, Adelaide Fringe Festival, there are tickets on sale. Uh, Brisbane Comedy Festival, only doing a week there. It always sells out. So if you want to come in Brisbane, uh, getting quick for that one, I would recommend. Melbourne Comedy Festival, I'm doing fewer shows this year and it is selling faster than ever, which is brilliant. Thank you so much for supporting it. But if you want to get in for one of the cheaper nights, Wednesday and Thursday are the cheaper nights uh, this run. So if you're a a fan of a cheaper night, I would recommend you get in for those tickets because they are going very quickly. uh, my Illuminati show is available. No, no, it's not anymore because by the time you hear this, it will uh, be off ABC iview for free. So if you did not see it, uh, you can still buy the DVD. If you saw it for free on the ABC, uh, there is 15 minutes more on the DVD plus an entirely mm. different show. Get so the DVD. Go and buy that. Well, you know, I'll spread the word. I just really want to sell enough that I can make another one next year. That's right. pretty much my, yeah. my base aim with that. I have another podcast. It's called Willosophy. Uh, Tofop will be back. As uh, people may know, because Charlie posted on the Facebook page, but if you have not heard, um, his uh, mum, who was on TOFOP, uh, his mum Eileen, uh, died. um, Mm -hmm. uh, She'd been sick for a long while, and uh, so we've just had a little break. We actually have an episode recorded, and we were going to put up the Patreon and a few other things, but because uh, Charlie has been um, obviously seeing his mum a lot recently, and uh of all that stuff we just thought it was best to, i'm just gonna leave all that until he's uh back and ready and uh, has a cool headspace for all that and then we'll just put up those episodes and tell everybody about that but uh, uh i'm in uh, denver denver people i am in denver next week at comedy works for a week so come and see me uh hanging out in denver that'd be cool we should go on the road together i would love to do that i mean that'd be brilliant if anyone yeah. will actually have us Uh, (laughs) yeah that's true (laughs) I didn't think about that part yeah I mean look, you know I don't but yeah come and see me in Denver and tell me tell them that you'd like Dave Anthony to come out
2: yeah next Uh, time so let's go later okay so uh, Monday the 7th I'm at Fringe in Los Feliz
1: oh yeah that's fun
2: Tuesday the 8th I'm at Blam 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 in Koreatown I don't know that's the R Bar it's interesting it's kind of fun yeah Um, then the 12th Vancouver we're doing a live dollop what day of the
1: week is this that? That is a Saturday night. Saturday night. Okay, nice one. Um, Vancouver. Have you have you done shows in Vancouver before? I
2: did the festival once. That's it. Okay, uh, a long time ago.
1: Um, I imagine and I hope that there will be there will certainly be people listening to this and know people in Vancouver. Yeah. Vancouver is a massive Australian city. Oh, it is. Yeah, because of the ski fields. So, like when ah, I did shows in Vancouver, oh, man, they like sold out. There was like yeah. I was like I did that festival and I had the show on the opening night and it was like. It was 300-seat room, and I was kind of like, is there going to be anybody at this? And they were like, oh, yeah, it's sold out. And I'm like, <laughs> really? And then it was just like fucking 280 Hilarious. But, of course. Yeah. That but makes don't sense. Don't say that. That would be brilliant.
2: Uh, 14th, I'm at Hot Tub here in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah,
1: nice.
2: Um, and then, so the big announcement today, was, oh, okay. So uh, SF Podfest, January 24th, we are doing a live walking the room. Okay. Cool. So you can go to the S.F. Sketchfest Sorry, S.F. Pop- yep. SF Sketchfest website And get those tickets And it was just announced today uh, On the 31st We are doing a live dollop at L.A. Riot Comedy Festival And Patton Oswalt will be our guest And those tickets just went on sale On the today. 31st? 31st of January My birthday Oh, really? Yep. You should come down Are you going to be here? Where are you going to be? All right, that's how I on, want to spend my birthday Are you going birthday? back to you, you, you and fucking Patton Let me give fucking... you a cupcake or whatever happens oh, Okay, all
1: right <laughs> <laughs> well, then i'm in <laughs>
2: um what else was i going to say and then uh, i am currently uh, i just started talking with gareth about coming back to australia in july or august
1: oh that'd be brilliant oh, do a run hong um, kong i should mention hong kong. oh yeah you're going to hong kong yeah um the 5th and 6th of january i believe i will be in hong kong so That's, have you ever done that before no i've never been to hong kong pretty cool so, yeah it would be fun
2: um and then what well, what else did I want to say? Oh, and then New York and Chicago, we are also uh gonna set that up okay, for a dollop.
1: Uh all right. Well, thank you very much, Dave. It was nice to have you back.
2: It was nice to be back. I think we I guess solved is, uh... some of the
1: world's problems.
2: Right, didn't right? we? We look the gun thing is over. We wrapped it up. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, do you want to do a sign off? I forgot it's oh, been so long totally. that I totally forgot that you used to do sign offs.
2: Well, now I'm uh
1: Oh. I mean now that you're more political it probably should it should come should be, with a uh, message yeah I guess
2: yeah hey it's going to be
0: different now woof <laughs>